the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. Freedom in Christ. Choosing to believe the truth. Apologies, last week's episode had the wrong title. This recording is not a repeat of last week. The main reading is Hebrews chapter 11. Um, so last few weeks we've been looking at um, who we were before we came to know the Lord and who we are in the Lord. I don't know if we've been using those uh, declarations and it's good to declare and to speak and to remind yourself who you are because the devil will remind you of who you were. There's no doubt about that <laughs> and what you've done. But you've got to remind yourself who you are in Christ. Remember, it's in Christ. And last week we, we uh, really hammered that home. It's in him, in him, in him. We are a saint. We are a, pro- a priest. We are heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. We are children of the living God. Um, but tonight it's all about, we, the question was about faith. Believing, trusting, and putting our lives in his hands. Faith, amazing. Because it's all around, it's all around. For everything we, re, we have is by faith. Um, this little boy, and uh, he was a um, minister's little boy. And of course, when, when you're a minister, you always have people for lunch, and uh, if they're visiting speakers. And... Um, so they had a they had a visiting speakers one day and um he'd been out playing and uh, he came in and his mum said, Get and wash them hands. Dirty hands of boys, isn't it? Get rid of those germs. She said, You don't want to come to the table, dirty hand. And he could hear you could hear him muttering as he goes to the toilet. Germs and Jesus. That's all I hear about in this house. He said, I haven't seen either. And um uh, it's a lot of truth in that. We don't see germs, but absolutely it's true as can be, and as real as can be. Um, faith in faith is faith astray. Because some people say, I've got faith. But sometimes it's faith in faith. It's so vague. There's no, there's no object. There's no, no, there's nothing to it. I love Toza. Toza said, faith is the gaze of a soul. Um, upon a saving God. Faith is a gaze of a soul upon a saving God. And that's a wonderful, wonderful picture. Um, so it is about faith. Now let's um, uh, read a couple of scriptures to get our bearings. Uh, Acts 20, verse 20 to 21. Now I get back and say that was profitable unto you, that I showed you, and I told you publicly, and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus. We just read that verse. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because why? Because we've got to come and realize who he is, what he's done, and uh, what he wants to do, and uh, what he has done. And we may come back to it a little bit. We're talking about our, our, the increase on, in our faith level. But it, it's interesting that Jesus, many, many times, you, you'll hear that statement, O ye of little faith. And those generally were to the disciples and it is really connected to them actually not realizing who he is and not putting their faith in his word. Um, Wesley was there one day and he was, he was with a group of people. He said, give me a definition. Give me a definition of faith, he said. And uh, they were saying this and that and nothing was really. He said, no, I'm not sure about that. He said, that's not a really good definition. He said, let's ask Mrs. Smith for there. Uh, she's been living and she's, she's exes, I've proved it over the years. Mrs. Smith, give me a definition of what faith is. She said, 
This is my definition. He said, it's taking God at his word. He said, that's a, that's a good enough for me, he said. That's good enough for us. Taking God at his word. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 6 to 9. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him whether we are at home in the body or away from it. We walk by faith, not by sight. Um, and that's the problem. Remember, remember we, when we come to know the Lord, our spirit is alive now. So now we are, we are, we are, we'll see in a minute, we get into his word. So the word and the spirit can feed our thinking and our feelings. Because otherwise, we'll, we'll make decisions, we make choices out of what we feel and how we think. And of course, unregenerate man wants to do his own thing. Doesn't think clearly, doesn't think even common sensely. Not such word, but we'll go with it. Don't even think common sense, do they? No, of course not. Um, uh, but ultimately, as it says there, faith really, when it comes to us, is believing what is already true and putting that into action. Because ultimately, God is true. The Bible says he cannot lie. Not that he will not lie. It's a big difference, isn't it? Um, I, I, w I would not lie, but I certainly can. I'm not a very good liar, actually. Um, I, I've got too many telltale signs given away. No, I'm not. I'm not. Jackie knows exactly every time I'm lying. Now, there's other people I know can look me in the face, and I can't believe they've told me a blatant lie. And and, and, and the thing is, because I, I'm, I'm pretty believing, and you find out later it was a downright lie. I'm not looking at anybody here. There's no one here. Um, and and, and that's, that's amazing, isn't it? That someone can keep a straight face, but the Bible says he can't lie. It's against his character. That's why we can take God at his word. He is true in his person. He's true in his commands. He's true to his promises. What did we say about his faithfulness the other day when we talked about his faithfulness? He's faithful in his creation. If he wasn't, we wouldn't be alive. <laughs> if he didn't keep it all together, atmosphere, gravity, everything else, all the other things fine-tuned, we'd be in trouble. Faithful to his, his creation. Faithful to his covenant. Faithful to his character and faithful uh, to all his commands as well. Okay, let's see. God is true. Psalm 31. Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in righteousness. Till you have to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress, the sake of your name, leave it out me. Free me from the trap of the set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I put my spirit. Redeem your Lord and God. Psalm is saying, You I take refuge. It, and of course, Jesus used the words, Into your hands I commit my spirit. God of truth. Ah, bless the Lord. So when he says something, it doesn't matter if you like it or, or don't, it's irrelevant. God said it, and that's it. He's true. It's truth. God is truth. What do we say there? Um, our responsibility is to believe truth. Is to believe. Now we'll just come in a minute. Because um, obviously when we, we, we started on that walk of faith, we need to persist in the work of, work, work, uh, the walk of faith. Remember we, we looked at conversion and every verb, um, like repentance, faith, confession, uh, in, that, in that tense of going on doing it. 
We go in on believing, isn't it? God so loved the world that whoever be, believe and believe, we carry on believing. We carry on repenting in a sense of a lifestyle of needing him, turning to him and going his way. We're always confessing, because why the, we read last week, didn't we? I'm always, I'm always sinning, um, and so I always need to confess. So our job is to believe that which is true over and above what we think and feel. Um, and that, again, is amazing. Um, of course, faith is everywhere, isn't it? In a sense, normal, natural faith is everywhere. Um, what was the question last week? Do we think that um, an ordinary person, or maybe a Muslim or a Hindu, has as much faith as a Christian? Possibly. I tell you what, for those people who, who, who think we've come from nothing and nowhere and we've come from a, a, a pond scum up to what we are now, I tell you what, that, that, that takes some faith, doesn't it? That's nothing to do with science. That is nothing to do with science because we can't see it before our eyes. We've, we haven't observed it. So there's that, science is a postulation. It's in science because science is when you, you, you say something and you observe it and you can observe it time and time again. That's real science. Now what they say is this, this could happen and we've got to believe that because you can't see it before your eyes. And uh, so that takes a lot of faith, doesn't it? Woohoo! It takes an amazing amount of faith. Um, let's, we, we, of course, we, we use natural faith every day. Um, thankfully, as I said before, you don't have to go to the doctor too often. But we go to the doctor. I, I, when, was the, when was the last time you went to the doctor and said, can I have your credentials, please? Where do you get qualified? Eh? No, we don't, do we? So perhaps we should do sometimes. Um, so we go in. We, we, we don't know this chap from Adam. We just look, Dr. So-and-so, right? We, we trust that. We go in, and then he gives us some tablets, uh, which we take. Now, nowadays, we do look up, although that can be dangerous, isn't it? We look up, we look at the side effects, and we think, I'm not taking those, because they've got to list every side effect, of course. Um, and he gives us these tablets, which we, which, oh, we, who, who knows? It could be poison, couldn't it? We don't know. But by faith in him, we take them. And uh, every day, we, we, we do those kind of things. Uh, of course, we talked about flying before, didn't it? Um, you know, is he qualified? I don't know. But I'm putting my life in his hands. Um, what do you say? Seven miles up in the end, five, six hundred miles an hour. Boy, I got a job to get in the passenger side when Jackie's driving. My faith's got to rise for that. Um, everyone lives and operates by faith in someone or something. Of course, um, for, for you who drive according to the law, if you see a green light, you by faith will drive through it, knowing that someone on the other side of the road is going to stop at the red. Now, not everyone stops at red, of course, do they? Some people are colorblind, and if it just turns red, some people take advantage. And if some people know the difference in the delay in the lights, they go through. Uh, well, it depends. In America, you're allowed to you're allowed to go around right, aren't you? A bare right. It's true, isn't it? In America, what do you say? We're not living in America. I know that's true, isn't it? I'm just saying. Um, so by faith, we, we 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 take it on faith, and it's amazing. But let me just read something. 
because obviously the faith, I'm, I'm going to question this a little bit, but I'm, I'm just going to, uh, obviously, who we put our faith in. We must remember who he is. Let's read those verses from Isaiah. Isaiah 40, 10 to 15. Because again, it, it, it isn't what faith, it's who our faith is in is real the key, is the real key. Listen to these verses, Isaiah 40, 10 to 15, and then the, the two other verses from Isaiah, please. 25, 26. Behold, the Lord God will can his strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with him. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, and meted out heaven with his span, and comprehended the dust of the earth, in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance, who have directed the spirit of the Lord, or being his counsellor, with whom took he counsel, and who instructed him, and taught him in the path of judgment, and taught him knowledge, and showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nation's arm is a drop of a bucket, and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing. To whom then will we liken me, or shall I be equal, said the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things, but that bringeth out their host by number, he calleth them by he calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might. So he's talking to Israel, of course, and he's trying to remind them um, who they are, who their God is, who they put in their faith in, and he's just saying, "Look around you. Look. You see, the, the, he said the nations of the world are just a drop in the bucket. He said I, I measured the, the the heavens with the span of my hand." And then, of course, in uh, 25, 26, he says, Who, who's my equal? What are, what are you, why are you trusting? Because they were, they were going worshiping idols and things they had made, which, of course, is our natural bent. We want things that say what we want to hear, speak into our lives. And, and even as I was thinking, when we do this and we declare those things sometimes, we've got to be very careful, haven't we? Because we, we, we mustn't make it what we call egocentric, me-centric. It's always Christ-centric, always Christ-centered. And I was thinking, I was just watching a, a program on, uh, uh, it's called, it was called the American Gospel. And uh, what the devil doesn't mind us doing is taking a bit of truth. He doesn't mind some of the truth because what, what we, by nature, we love a bit. Of, if truth speaks to us, we grab a hold of that and it, it, we, we become out of balance on that. So we emphasize that. To the negation of the whole counsel of God. So, so, um, uh, they were talking about, um, prosperity and all that, uh, which really when you knuckle down is not real. Uh, but you see, you see, the trouble is there's a grain of truth in that you, 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 you do reap what you sow. And uh, God will supply your needs according to his riches. Of course, that, that, that's true. But of course, then what you do, you grab hold of the bit of truth. And you, you, our, our sinful nature says, God, God wants to bless me with riches and wealth. And, and it, most of us can't handle that. Most of us can't handle it. No, 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 no. Don't, don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because what we do, instead of giving it away for the Lord's work, we'll spend it on ourselves. So we get a bigger car. We get a bigger house. 
and uh, he was saying they were they were they were going to uh, Burj Al Arab and they were they were flying in their private jets. I'm thinking, oh yeah, yeah. See, that's the see they take a li- and we 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 dive we out of balance and that's our net. So the Bible says, keep close, be Christ centric. It's all about Him. It's all about Him. Now, of course, when we come to Him, He's going to bless us and change us and put His hand upon us. But it's all about Him. It's all about him. So God is awesome. There's we put our trust. There we put our faith. Hebrews 13, uh, 5 to 8. Keep your eyes free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we sing confidence that all is my partner. I will not be afraid. What can the immortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Yes, ultimately, faith is 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 only as good as the object. Now when when they say um the only difference between faith, natural faith, and saving faith is the object. That is true and is not true, because um, as we'll read later on, Ephesians says, um, faith is a gift from God. So it is a supernatural revelation. Why? Because before we come to know the Lord, we, we can't see him, we have no inclination, but the Bible says he opens our eyes. He opens our eyes. So there is a little bit of difference between natural faith and, and spirit, supernatural faith in that God is revelate. God opens our eyes to see. And we say, wow, Jesus is who he says he is, and I am who I, he says I am. So there is a little bit of difference. Obviously, it ultimately is the object of what we put our faith in, who we put our faith in. But there is a difference because it is something that God inspires god gives it to us as he gives us the gift of repentance so he gives us the gift of faith to believe of course what we have to receive it that's my job my job is to receive but it is gifted to me and you um so we god is true god is awesome what about this question then um that we have on there Paul? give us i can i can some of you can do it straight away um an illustration um, of when you took God at his word and God fulfilled his word. What happened? I was thinking of 65 years ago, wasn't it? At 20 years of age, you think you know everything, you don't know anything at all. And God was trying to tell me something. And this man was telling me that God wanted my life. And then as I was walking out from the meeting, the cross came to my mind and my thinking. I thought, what do we do this? I hit the book with the same meeting out here. But I went back and talked to the chap. I went back in and spoke to each other. I was just like, tell you something. And we looked at the guy on the cross. And we've got people that we see in the media. We've got people that have us. And that's the great thing I love about Christianity, in just words. And I have my confess my sin and ask Jesus in the world. I've never experienced such joy in all my life and everything else. I transform my life. I feel 
yeah, I think of Ken and I think of Tim when um, they needed work and uh, they prayed. We, we prayed for them, didn't we? Lord, they, they probably don't want a job now. They've come to, but at the time they needed one, didn't we? We stood on God's word. God, you, you, you want us to work. You need us to work. And uh, we prayed. They stood on God's word. And, that's right. Yeah. And, he, and we stand on God's word. And God then gives us a word to stand on. As, as uh, Lord is my shepherd, he gave it, did he? right yeah you see god um sometimes we look at the at abram's life at the end don't we where god says can you um give your son remember step by step faith is is trusting god's word in the small things and he, he, he takes us on a journey that we are trusting him more um what did um uh this was this, this is what they say the more we know of god the more unreservedly we will trust him the greater our progress in, in theology, don't worry about the word, that means when we know God more, the study of God, when we understand him more, the simpler and more childlike will be our faith. The more we know him, the greater we trust him. And uh, that's why it's important to come together because someone will give a testimony and what, what does it do? Oh, I'm going to trust God first. I'm going to trust him. So it encourages, stirs us to trust the God in his word and to not throw our brains out. Now, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, was a, a, he was a real doctor and he was quite intelligent. But what he said so often, we throw our brains out. We said, uh, faith is all about thinking, looking. What did the Lord say? Look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the valley. He said, look at them. Why are you worrying? He said, if you look, you will think, you will see, and you will trust. He said, the essence of worry uh, is this, that, that it's not thought, it's the absence of thought, a failure to think. 
the devil would cloud our minds. He would make us busy and, and, and throw. Why? Just slow down a minute. Have a look around. Have a look at the, the, just the natural things and see how great God is. Remind yourself of what God has done. Of course, what does it say? Um, how much we know him. Um, faith is a choice. Faith grows as we decide. As he said, take God at his word. And of course, when we know to do something, be intentional. As we said before, whether it's in our time, our talents, uh, or, or, or anything like that, uh, or our tithes, giving, giving, giving to the Lord, and more and more. Um, of course, it isn't just what we hear. What does the Bible say? Hebrews 4, 1-2. And we still have that promise that God gave us people. That promise is that we can enter his place of rest. So we should be very careful that none of you fails to get that promise. Yes, the good news about it was told to us just as it was to them, and the message they gave did not help. They heard it, but did not accept it with faith. Yes, they, they heard the message, but the word there is combine, commingle. Didn't mix it up with faith. So we know God is great, we heard God is great, we know his word is true, but we've got to combine it with faith. The devil's job is what? To stop us from hearing God's word, or, or when we've heard it, not allowing. What's the, the Bible says um, in Luke, seed on the path, the devil, it's very specific, the devil comes, takes the word from our hearts, so that we will not believe and be saved. See, it is in the word, on the word, allowing the word to have its way. Um, what does it say? It is a choice, of course, because we are will people. Remember, we inf the Holy Spirit takes all of God's word, he applies it to our hearts, um, he applies it to our reason, applies it to our emotion, but the will, that's me, isn't it? God speaks into our, our reason. He shows us that we need him. He shows us that we, we, we are desperate. Our, our feelings are stirred. Lord, you are awesome. Yeah, I can say, I, I'm stirred in my heart to trust him. But oh, that would I commit my heart to him? Would I give him everything? Would I put my life in his hands? As we saw it so many times before, it doesn't matter how much you believe that plane will fly, you can trust it, even because you've looked at all his records, you've looked at all his flight manners, you've looked at all his service records. I trust it. But if you don't get on it, and you don't get in it, you'll go nowhere. You won't fly anywhere. It is a choice. Joshua, like Moses, at the end of his life, put a choice before the people. And he said, come on. He said, listen to these words. Joshua 24. Now therefore, for your Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself the day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, yeah, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to trust him. He said, come on, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Faith is not belief without proof, but trust without a reservation. Faith hears the inaudible, sees the invisible, believes the in incredible, and receives the impossible. Faith, faith is holding on to things, your reason once accepted, in spite of changing moods. Because moods change, doesn't it? Dear me, our moods can change. But what do we do? We take truth and we apply it. Last week, we, re we renounced those lies about our father, 
and we received and we spoke and we replaced them with truth. It's good to speak truth over our lives sometimes. The devil doesn't like it and he, he'd want to stop us. And, and we'll say, oh, is that, no, 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 do it. Speak truth in life over our lives. Of course, um, our children used to do that, didn't they? Jump into our arms, um, unless you dropped them. Um, I should have dropped them a bit more, I'm sure. But, uh, but you know what? It didn't matter how far you were away. Dad, catch me! And you, you used to catch them, didn't you? Catch them! And uh, they had, they, the child had no concern at all, did they? It doesn't matter how, how high they were, how far away. They knew that Father was going to catch them. <laughs> uh, amazing, really. And, and sometimes we, we doubt God, we doubt Him. Yet if He says, jump! If He says, do it. If he's already said, you can do it. You can trust him. He's not going to let us down. Not going to let us down. Now, here is the, the, the bottom line. This is the process. See, feelings are not at the top. Feelings are always at the bottom. Facts, faith in facts. Feelings is the last truck behind. What do we say? There's truth. Who God is, what he's done, what he says about our lives, what he says our need is. Then we trust that. We say, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I can trust that. Um, now my behavior is going to change. Why? Because my belief has changed. It's amazing that the, 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 the letters to the, the Paul writes, he always starts with who God is and what we believe. It doesn't start with behavior. Because you know what? As we said last week, you can change our behavior like the cat. Remember, we change our behavior. But that only goes a little way for a little time. And then something crops up and it all falls apart. But when, we, when we've trusted God, when we've been changed, when we are new creations, we trust him and we begin to change. Why? I want to live to please my father. I want to do all that he says because I know everything he's asked me to do is for my protection, my provision. And it doesn't matter what I go through, as we'll see in a moment. I'm going to trust him because he knows best. He's still good. He's still great. Even though my circumstances may say the opposite. So there's the, there's the process. Truth, belief, behavior, feelings. And you know what? Even uh, normal, even when we take Christianity, we, we do that, don't we? For you, for some of us who love to keep fit, you talk to some of those, you talk to athletes, and they, do, you, do you think they want to get up at six o'clock in the morning and go for a run? If you ask them how many feel they want to do that, they don't want to get many, many. They go, especially now it's dark and it's wet. No, they don't feel like it, but they know they've got to. To stay fit, to stay, to, to do, to achieve, they've got to do it. It's not about feelings. You mothers, it's the four, fifth time. It's four o'clock in the morning. You've been up every hour of the night and that child is crying. It's good job, as we said to the kids, good job. They may, we, we men and women are different because as men, He'd be, out the, he'd be out the window. But you mothers, no, no, no. All your feelings are screaming, I'm tired, I don't want to do this. This kid's killing me. But your maternal instincts run over your natural feelings. You pick that baby up and you feed him, shake him a bit, <laughs> teeth him or whatever needed. Why? Because your feelings are saying something, but you're going to choose over that, aren't you? You're going to choose. And so feelings, well... That's they are, but we believe in God's word. We are choosing to believe God's word. Faith in difficult times. 
You see, um, God, God longs for us to trust him in all things. Trust him in all things. Um, Matthew 17, 18 to 20. See, again, it isn't the quantity of faith, it's the quality. And a small faith in a great God. Small faith in a great God. That's, and it, but of course, um, we will have, and, and we're guaranteed difficulties, we're guaranteed opposition. We, and of course, when we've been told that God is, is wanting to bless us and make us happy, healthy, and wealthy, and wise, then we, we're going to be in trouble when we have difficulties, when we have a health scare, financial concerns, and certain things coming on. See, God's role is for us, is for us to trust Him through all the difficulties. I love, this is really the key, isn't it? Daniel 3. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. God is able to protect us. God is able to deliver us. And He, we, he will deliver us. But if He doesn't, we ain't gonna bow down. Even if he doesn't, what did someone say? There are some things only learnt in the fiery furnace. There are some things only learnt in the fiery furnace. And Paul, if you look at Paul's life, what, look at his testimony. Dear me, uh, you know, shipwrecked, stoned, 39 lashes, left for dead, in difficulty with, with wild animals, with, with robbers and bandits and all those kind of things. But you know what he said? When I was weak... And I was strong. See, God is always bringing us to a point where we trust him more. Where we trust him more. Where we're relying upon him more. And difficult times does that. It reminds us that we are desperately in need of him. It's a change. Remember, repentance is a change of direction. Faith is a change in dependence. We put in our life in his hands. John Patton was a missionary to the New Hebrides. Bottom of the world. And uh, uh, a few people had gone there before him. They were cannibals. <laughs> so they didn't last too long. And when he said he was going, they said, are you sure? But you know what he said? I'm going to go and dress as a clown. So they won't eat me because they think I'll taste funny. No, he didn't. Sorry. It was just, I'll throw that one in. Um, but um, <laughs> he must have had a bit of a sense because he goes there. But you know what? God he moved in mightily. God moved. Mightily. And of course, he began to translate the Bible in their word. And they didn't have a word for faith, trust, belief. They didn't have a word. And one day, one of the natives came in after a hard day's work, and he sat down on a chair. Put his, his, he sat there, and he put his feet on, the, on another chair, and he said, oh, beautiful, he said, this, oh, these, these chairs take my weight. He said, what's that word there? He said, I got the word. I've got the word. The ch the, the, it'll take my weight. Hold on my way. That, that was the word that he used to put, for them. That was, they didn't have a word for faith, belief, trust, but he used that word to put my whole weight. That takes my whole weight. And you see, faith is that putting our whole life in his hands, totally resting on him. Faith. Faith when God doesn't answer prayer. And uh, some of us have prayed and God hasn't answered. Or, well, he has answered, but he hasn't answered how we wanted. 
And uh, we prayed for people, and mum prayed for her to be healed, but it wasn't to be. And of course, then, then you, you say, Lord, but faith is reminding ourselves God is good, God is great, God knows best. I'm seeing from this point of view, and uh, God, you're awesome. And uh, do, still trusting him. And I, I remember singing that, um, we sing that hymn, quite, uh, of course, quite often, we, um, you're my healer, you're my healer. All that, it, and uh, you know, we, I can still see mum with her hands up singing that. But we won't stop singing it because the devil will come and say, Well, look at that. That didn't work, didn't it? I don't know. It does work. He still heals. We still believe he heals. We still believe he's the God that touches. Now, whether he does and in what circumstances, that's up to him. Are we still going to pray? He said, Wigglesworth, Wigglesworth, you've got 10 people in front of you. The first nine die after you pray for them. What are you going to do with the 10th? He said, I'll pray for him as well. See, because that's not my job. My job is to take God's word and say, God, you can heal. Whether you will, that's up to you. But I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe your word and trust your word. Even when the circumstances are getting it. Faith, of course, ultimately is not word alone. It is action. Action. James 2. You see, I believe. I believe. Well, what does that mean? You can go out, to, out there and a lot, if not the majority, will say, I believe in God. But that is not biblical faith, biblical belief, because biblical faith says, I believe, therefore I put my life in your hands, and there's a fruit from that. Of course, we are justified by faith alone, but as, as uh, Calvin said, or I think it was Calvin, that faith is never alone. James is not contradicting Paul. He's saying, no, no, no. When you put your faith in Christ, there is a change. Zacchaeus, there's a dramatic change now because my, my, my life is in his hands. And he's going to change me. I'm becoming new. And my, my outworking of that, my works, not to get saved, but because I am saved. There's a dramatic change. If there's no change, he says, then it's, it's, just, it's just a word, belief. As he said, the devil believes and he trembles. But that is irrelevant. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, and good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in you. So there we are. Our faith, remember, is faith is a gift from God. So there is a difference between natural faith and, and spiritual faith in the sense that God has opened our eyes. Then we enact our will because he stirred our reason, he stirred them, and we have trust in his word. We trust in him. And then out of that, 
We're going to live for him. We're going to serve him. We're going to work for him. There's going to be a dramatic change. And he is now the center of our lives. Remember, again, sometimes we, we, we talk about Christianity as, and something we presented it. Oh, God will give you this, 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 and this. And of course, then we create a selfish, egocentric Christian. Instead of saying, no, 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 you desperately need Jesus because you're a sinner. Outside of him, you're lost forever, but he is merciful to save you. More than that, he's merciful to save you and come into your life and change you and, and get, restore all those things that you should have. What did we say? Significance, security, acceptance. He's willing to be your father. And you see, it's a change of our tense and, and vocabulary, but we've got to be careful because otherwise we create that... And the world is full of selfishness, isn't it? What can I get? What can I get? Well, what do you need? If you, if you, if you, if you, God give you what you, you needed, uh, what you deserved, you're in trouble. So it is by faith. It is an outworking and trusting God in everything. Trusting God in everything. Because our lack of faith can, can hinder God's work. You see, the thing is this. It's not, not, we're not talking about salvation. But we're talking about our growth, our fruitfulness, our, our life, our, our potential can only be fulfilled when we trust him fully, when we live by faith, when we walk and we keep in step with him, we are listening to him. What did they say? Um, Jesus, Matthew 13, could do very little miracles or very few miracles in his own hometown. Because of their lack of faith, which was really linked to who they saw him as. They didn't see him as the Messiah. They saw him as Joseph's son. They saw his brothers and sisters. They said, well, we knew him from a little Torag. He wasn't a Torag, but we, knew, we saw him from a little, little boy. Well, you know, we bought stuff off him. We, bought, we went to his carpenter shop. We knew him. It was how they saw him. You see, our faith is how we see him, how we trust his word. What did he come to the disciples? He came into the room and he, 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 he gave them stick to me. You didn't believe that I was risen from the dead. Why didn't they believe? Because they didn't believe his word and the words of the, the women and the words of the two disciples. See, our lack of faith really is because we don't see him as he is and we don't let the word rest in our hearts it is about god's word and his will and his personage um romans 10 Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. We want more faith. Let God's word absorb it. Let it have its way. Then do as it says. Again, be intentional. What it says. Remember we said? It isn't what we say we believe. It's actually what we do. Remember we told, I told you the story just a few weeks ago about that man when his, his, his daughter became pregnant. And he said, this is what I knew I should do, but this is what I actually did. Um, when he took her to the, sadly, to the abortion clinic 
Because this is what he knew he should do, but he didn't actually live it out. So it wasn't a real faith, was it? Because faith is only faith when we actually do what we say we will do. Um, uh, Spurgeon said this, if, if our faith is worth anything, it will stand the test. Guilt, which is something, G-I-L-T, something they caught something with, is if you haven't got enough money to buy it, you, you just get something guilted, which is sometimes what we do. Guilt is afraid of fire, but gold isn't. The paste gem dreads to be touched by the diamond, but the true jewel fears no test. It is a poor faith we can only trust God when friends are true, the body full of health, and the business profitable. But that is true faith, but that is true faith which holds by the Lord's faithfulness when friends are gone, the body's sick, when spirits are depressed, and the light of our Father's countenance is hidden. A faith which can say in the direst trouble, though you slay me, yet I will trust you. That is heaven-born faith. Uh, children generally get it much quicker than us. And the little boy, he, uh, he was two and he had leukemia, which is awful. And uh, he went through a battery of tests and he was on this drug and that drug and, and uh, terribly painful. But his mother said, look, dear, said, they're only doing it because of, to make you better and because they, they, they love you and they want to make you better. And uh, though it hurts, it's for your benefit. And it came to the point where you had to have a lumbar puncture. And I've never had one, but they say it is extremely painful. And some people know about it here. And it took three nurses to hold him down. And he was screaming and sweating. And because it's, you, know, you can just imagine, the big needles going into your spine. It's just not even think, worth thinking about. Awful, awful. And, uh, but his, he remembered his mother's, mother's words. And at the end, after Dr. Thomas, his name was, um, he'd finished, he turned to Dr. Thomas and said, Dr. Thomas, thank you for my hurting. Thank you for my hurting. Because he understood, though it wasn't pleasant, it was painful, it was bringing forth his healing. And, you know, faith is taking God as his word, irrespective of circumstances, irrespective of how we feel, trusting in his, trusting, or trusting in his word. And, of course, we have those, again, those, uh, these are the last um, uh, list of, of, of things we speak over ourselves. And they are, they are the 20, 12, 20 cans. So you can, again, take those home this week and uh, read some of those. Uh, why should I say I can't? When the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and again, it talks about God supplying our needs. And again, all wonderful things. It's God's word speaking over our lives. Uh, and again, I just, just say be careful. We don't egocentric. It is all about him. It's all about him. Outside of him, remember, we have nothing. We go nowhere. We, but in him, all the wonderful uh, promises we have. Why are we weak? Because God says, look, I have your strength. I can give you strength. Devil comes and whispers. What does the Bible say? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Ah, sometimes, you know, if, if we do trip up, as we said last week, keep a short account because the devil will come and speak defeat over us. He does. But remember, in Christ, victory is ours. Bless the Lord. Speaking things all nice. When we, our feelings take over, Take God's word, bless the word of the Lord. Yeah.
some of us are so worried and we're anxious. Why? Christ cares for us. Liberty, freedom, bless the Lord. Condemnation, no. Conviction, yes. Condemnation, not. Amen. Let's pray. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org. Thank you.